Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode and the first episode of season four. So if you've been with us for the other three seasons, uh, we normally have a topic that we discuss in our episodes, be it just me talking or having a guest. And for season four, uh, we've decided to have a slightly different format. Um, We had some fabulous people we wanted to interview, um, but we decided we wanted to find out a bit more about them as opposed to discussing specific topics. So this is a special season um it's going to be a little bit shorter than our normal seasons um and my hope is that we get two episodes out a week through season four as well um so i'm very very excited um they are all queens that we are interviewing for season four except our first guest who is incredibly special and has incredibly um Oh, I was about to say soft space in my heart, which sounds a bit weird, uh, but has a very special place in my heart um, because I don't, I don't think I'd survive a competition weekend without you, um, which is the fabulous Patrick Baston of the Glam Squad, UK Glam Squad, um, does literally magical things to my face, but also makes me feel like me. Um, I've never found... No offence to anyone that's done my makeup before, but I've never found anyone that makes me feel quite as happy with my makeup and like I'm putting the best me forward as you. Um, so thank you so much for that. And thank you very much for joining me this evening. Oh, Jessica, you've got me blushing here. <laughs> that's the glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, aren't you good? Wasn't that a good introduction? Well done. Very round of applause to you. I don't know how you did that honestly I'm sat here all quiet and listening to you your introduction I'd have to do repeats I'd, I'd row it I'd, I'd have to do it about 10 different times very good yes I like that thank you hello everyone thank you I I, I don't sometimes when I'm recording myself I re like if it's just me on an episode I will re-record um sometimes bits but usually if I've mucked it up it's a complete re-record but it's maybe like one in eight recordings I'll do that I have only once mucked up completely um with guests and literally we <laughs> we had to start the entire thing again I couldn't find words I literally was staring at my screen and couldn't find the questions I was well, looking you for. might need to do that with me tonight well I just I just I I don't I completely started again and it was the episode with crown and glory um the two directors from crown and glory and I think because there was more than two of us on it yes. we decided to put video on we weren't going to reuse the video but we thought it'd be easier than I could point to people and they were both they're both called Hannah and they're oh, both to Hannah make, just to make it more complicated yes yeah, so I couldn't even call them Hannah T and Hannah B they're both uh, Travers and Tordoff so it was like 
<laughs> literally I, I can't you're not helping me here and I felt it feels really military to call people Travers and Tordoff and um, so I got very I think the that video and yeah we just had to start all over again so um I, I, it doesn't always go quite so well but I don't like editing it's very rare I'll edit a podcast it normally gets played the whole way through um hiccups I'm very impressed burps and all well I don't think anyone's ever burped on my podcast Oh, well, again, there's time. <laughs> <laughs> it might happen today. So um, I feel like if you don't know who Patrick is, uh, he's been on the podcast before. We were season one, weren't we? I feel like we were. We were, the OG. So go back to season one, um, back when it was called Mummy is Doing a Beauty Pageant, um, because it yes. was originally just meant to be this little thing, and it's b- blossomed into something fairly mega now, which is really exciting. Um, but go back and find out all about Patrick. Um, with in relationships specifically to pageantry and makeup um but today we've got a whole host of fun questions um i love these kind of questions because you really wanted to do the sunday slam yes Um, i did because this is like i it's not even a guilty secret i love asking being asked questions i don't like asking people i love being asked questions like this and i always think when you know when when the time comes and i'm rich and famous I, i and i finally i get my email and my inbox from vogue.com that they asked me that they want to do 73 questions that's like my goal I want to do that because it looks like so much fun I love being asked like random questions uh, I love that you should do um Toastmasters um they're not on in person at the moment but the second half of a Toastmasters meeting which is an international thing so there'll be one near you um is basically someone stands at the front of the stage and they'll say a quote or ask a question or hold up a random object and then they randomly pick people in the audience and you have to go up and talk about it for one to two minutes like literally oh. anything and it's so much fun um so you should get, you should find when lockdown's properly lifted. You should go and find that. I think you'd enjoy it. Like that does sound fun. It's very fun. I love Toastmasters. I'm missed it. I've missed that in lockdown. <laughs> um, but let's get into our like actual questions, um, which are I think all bar one, two, not pageant related specifically. So I'm um, getting to know the real person. We're getting into the real important nitty gritty here. Deep and meaningfuls. <laughs> um, are you ready? I am ready. Throw them at me. Question one. What's your favourite pageant round and why? Okay, my favourite pageant round. Um, oh, this is a difficult one because I love them all. Um, but I would def- I would probably... I like the... When we used to do fun fashion, I always liked that because it was called fun fashion and I just liked the fact that it was fun. <laughs> and anything when... <laughs> There's in certain systems, there's like a real, um, maybe I should say cliche, but there is a cliche of people, cliche is not the right word, but you know when people have the capes, the gown, um, and then they'll swish it. Yes. And they swish really aggressively. And I think probably someone did that like five years ago and looked really good. And now people try and replicate it and they swish really aggressively. And that's one of my favorite things to watch. Um, I like the aggressive swishing. And I, but then, but really evening wear is always just my favorite round. I love it. And I, and as well, it's like the whole, I just think pageants are just so goddamn camp and the whole like slow walk and the, you know, when girls look down to the ground and they look up at the judges over their shoulder and they like do a little like flutter of the eyelash. It's just, it makes, it makes a certain part of me. Oh, wait, I was going to say make a certain part of me tingle, but that would come across bad. (laughs) 
<laughs> it makes my heart tingle. Your heart tingle. I'm so and it, those looks as you're saying them. <laughs> yes, I, I. Well, it just makes me like it. Gets me all happy, and I'm like, oh, isn't this just so wonderful? And and it's like the ultimate. It's the height of femininity, in a sense. Uh, you know that evening wear around because you can just see that the people on stage are just absolutely loving themselves and they're just really enjoying and taking that moment and I just think it's fab I never because when I was really overweight I just never felt comfortable in dresses and actually I realized that dresses can be more forgiving than a skirt and a top mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I just hadn't bought the right one for years and years and years and I remember the first time I tried on like a fitted evening gown after losing all my weight it was um it was at the dress studio and I just stood in front of the mirror and burst into tears right. um, and it was really awkward because they didn't <laughs> know me I'd not been competing who is this crying woman um but also I had a business colleague with me because we'd been up coming we'd been coming up to a conference the night uh-huh. before and I was like well, why we're up here would you mind if I stopped at this dress shop I've got this voucher to use and I need a dress for such and such um, and he's like, no, 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 that's fine. Um, and we were car sharing. And of course, then I ended up crying in this dress. I was like, this is a bit embarrassing. And I was like, well, now I feel like I need to tell my life story of like my weight loss for it to make sense. Otherwise, they're going to be like, what is going on? And I was like, I just never felt nice in a dress before. <laughs> and I think that that is like... You can you can really tell that in the evening wear around when people just feel like their most beautiful versions of themselves, and I think it's a really powerful moment. Oh, I just oh. problem is I go I I absolutely love the gown I last competed in. I was like, I'm just going to wear this again, again, again until it falls apart. Of course, I have now seen another dress that I have fallen in love with. I'm well, really good, yeah. yeah. My bank get, get those gowns. Staying good. <laughs> My bank balance is going. Don't oh. do it. Oh, that's okay. I'm worry about that later. Before we carry on with this episode, I just wanted to say a massive thank you to this season's sponsors, Earring Envy. Earring Envy stock an incredible range of perfect pageant jewellery for on and off stage. With their vast colour ranges, sizes, plus a whole host of clip-on options, we are absolutely sure you will find what you need over on their website, www.earringenvy.co.uk. Question two, if you could be an animal, what would it be and why? Easily a cat, because cats sit sit and don't do anything and they, they roll around and they just live this life of luxury. And I look at my cat every day and just think, you have nothing to worry about. The only thing you have to worry about is what time the food will come into your bowl. And it happens at the same time every day. And they just get to roll around in the sun and lick themselves and make themselves look pretty. And I just think it would be lovely to pick out. And they've got more freedom than dogs because they can just like jump around so much more. Like we've got some that bound across the balconies at the back of our houses here. Oh, bless them. Look, I'm like... He walks along like at the edge of our balcony, this black cat yesterday. And I was like, where are you going? I thought he was coming to say hello. And then he just does this majestic leap onto next door's balcony. And I'm like, <laughs> Yes. I think I always think that I'm, I'm as majestic and like elegant as a cat, but I'm really not. And people often tell me that in reality, you know, I would be like one of those puppies. You know, the puppies are bound into the room and knock everything over as they come in. That actually, that's the reality of what I'd probably be. Springer. Yes, I overexcited Springer. I think you'd be a really well-groomed Springer if you were a dog. Oh, thank you. I like, I like, I like, I like all the Spaniel family. Mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live and why? Uh, I, I thought about this long and hard. Um, it would probably be in Europe somewhere. Um, uh, north, south, east, western Europe. <laughs> my God, my memory. Um, probably, though, more Mediterranean. And I'm thinking... It's like, do I live in a city? Do I live somewhere out in the out in the? Can I have multiple places, or does it have to be one? I don't know. I'll let you decide. Okay. You can have multiple residences. I think that's <laughs> yeah. Um, I would love somewhere in. I'd love to because the thing is, like, I love the idea of living in Rome. I love Rome. It's my favorite city I've ever been to. Um, but then it's like, how would I work it there? Like, how I, I can't imagine working there. I just want to like live the life of luxury again. <laughs> Yeah. When I'm a cat that lives in Rome. Yeah. That's it. I, I'm going to be a cat that lives in Rome. I'd be happy with that. Rome would be so good. You imagine all like the tourists dropping all the lovely food. Oh, um, lovely. Oh. Yeah. I feel like a cat would be very. Do cats like cheese? I know they like milk. So I feel like they should like cheese. Well, see, at, cats are, most cats are actually lactose intolerant. So they shouldn't drink proper milk. Oh. Uh, which is a common misconception. There's some good cheese, says the vegan. There's some good <laughs> cheese in Rome. <laughs> I <laughs> know you and I are both the world's worst vegans. <laughs> I've been dairy. I'm dairy intolerant, so I've not eaten dairy for a long time. In fact, oh, see, that's that's my one. That's my one thing is uh, dairy and chocolate. Oh, there's uh, the the vegan cheese. Just is it, it does a job, but some of the vegan chocolates are like better than the normal chocolates now, and they just oh. haven't quite got that level on the cheese yet. Mm, I don't know about that. I disagree. <laughs> Some of them. Some um, of them. I'm, but I'm, I'm such a, like, chocolate connoisseurs would roll their eyes at me because I just, I love Cadbury's. <laughs> I love, like, dairy milk chocolate. You know, like, the milkiest, sugariest crap in the world. It's yeah, my favourite kind of chocolate. You like chocolate. You like sugar and milk. Yes, exactly. I said, like, when people have room... I am a four-year-old. Tea. And I'm like, so you don't like tea, you like sugary milk. <laughs> yes. Yes, I, when I used to drink tea, I would have at least three sugars in my tea, and uh, I can't, I can't stand it otherwise. So you're right, I don't like tea at all. He used to say that to my stepson. He's like, he'd make his tea so weak with so much sugar and milk in it, and I'd be like, you don't like tea, you just <laughs> like sugary milk. Just save us buying the tea bag. <laughs> Ooh, that's a horrible thought though. Like hot water with milk and sugar. Yeah, why don't you just do hot? Would you just do hot milk with sugar? You'd no. Water? Just don't drink it at all. Black coffee is the way forward. Oh, I couldn't tell you the last time I had a coffee. I went through a real coffee phase first time after Felicity, and then coffee's like, it just vanished. It started mm. making me feel nauseous again. Mm. I've had about five today, probably. <laughs> I do have the most, it's not the caffeine that I don't like, it's the coffee bit, so I do have the most psychotic pre-workout. Um, some people are like, how do you function without coffee? And I was like, I have the caffeine in other ways. Mm. <laughs> in a drip. <laughs> Straight into your eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> What's the best gift you've ever received and why? Again, this is another one that I kind of... My, my memory is terrible. So I say that I love being asked questions, but I can never remember any of the things. Um, but my probably one of my favorite gifts which was um my most useful gift has been things that like like tech that my dad has has treated me to so like my computer and things like that because until i had 
until I got a, a MacBook, I that's when I started being able to edit pictures and to do stuff like that and to, and to use the camera properly. And, and that kind of like spiraled everything. And I was able to create uh, the business that I now run. Yeah. But my probably my most favorite gift was what I got for my 21st birthday. It's a necklace that has a flint box, an old um, silver flint box. And it says, um, I think it says to my wonderful Paddy. Uh, and then the date of, of that day, it was for my mum. And inside it, it had this, I get emotional thinking about it. There's a video of the two of us dancing when I was probably about not even one year old. Because um, my, my family, one of these families that did that recorded everything when we were younger. So we have a lot of home videos from the early 90s and the, the late 80s. And um, my mum and I are dancing to this uh, Simply Red song. For, for my, for your babies, for my babies, whatever it's called. And um, and it's just this lovely close up of the two of us dancing. And my mum is t- takes my hat off, and um, and it's, it is disgusting. But I have a runny nose, and she licks the snot off my face. <laughs> and it it's just the most beautiful little section of a video. And um, and she got a screenshot of that, and she put it in the uh, in the flint box. Oh. And um, so I have I have I've I've put a couple of little pictures in there now so it's it's really really small but it's like a necklace with a with all my family in it and um if ever I'm doing it I don't wear it every day because I'm scared I'll lose it because I did lose it once but I found it thank god um but if ever I'm doing anything that I'm a bit nervous about I always wear it so I can have my family close to my heart oh I love the little bits like I've got a little necklace and it's got um, a little rose gold heart on it very flat and tiny I wanted something I could go to the gym in like that it could, I could basically, I pretty much always keep it on. I actually took it off today because it was so sweaty in working out. But Lovely. A little J on, uh, a little F on one side, a little H Aww. on the side. And Felicity always says, mommy wears that to keep us close to her heart. Um, and it was that Christmas. Yeah, it was this Christmas from Felicity. But it was like, it is, it's nice that feeling. What is it about putting something around your neck to keep people close to you? It's like there there is something very like psychologically like calming and warming about it, isn't there? Mm. That sort of it's like a little embrace around your neck. Mm. I love that. I love that. In a movie of your life, who would play you and why? And it depends if this is the Hollywood version of my life or an accurate version of my life. I feel like you get to choose. Sorry. I feel like you should get to choose. Yes. <laughs> um Although I, I love to play this game, this is one of my favorite games to play, and I'll do it about. Um, and it's because um, RuPaul will always play this with people on his podcast and say, "Who would play you?" And you're and if, like, "Who would play them?" Like in the story of their film. So I'll do it with like family, friends, and and I always say that uh, my mum would either be played by Julie Andrews or Julie Walters, depending on what type of like story they were portraying of my mum's life if it was my image of my mum it would probably be julia um julie andrews and if it was reality it'd be julie walters <laughs> um but i don't know i struggle with with, with who f- for myself because people always say that i look i always get told that i look like either ollie proudlock or uh, the guy from busted um i get told that a lot but i don't think any of the, either of them could play me um uh, but i have been told before that i am I don't necessarily look like, but they, that someone said to me that you that said, blah, 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 blah. someone said, you remind me of um, Joe Lysis. Like Joe um, 
I, I was thinking I was pausing to see he he's a, a, a comedian from Birmingham and he is hilarious I, I wish I had his sense of humor and um but I'd quite in my head I, I'd quite like him to play me because I'm not as funny as him but I like to think I, I have a bit of a silly sense of humor and uh like we sound similar even though he's from Birmingham he doesn't sound like he's from Birmingham uh and interestingly half of my family are from Birmingham but um, I just think we have similar personas, so I think he would be a good person, perhaps, to play me. Ooh. Who would play you? I have no idea. I'm like, because also, I think I wouldn't... No, I don't... <laughs> because they could put on weight, and all I'm thinking of is skinny celebrities that wouldn't be... And they can all put on a little bit of chub to, like, match up, but... um. I have no idea. Like, I I properly have girl crush on, like, Jennifer Garner. So I think I'd, I'd just ask for her at this, this point. Is, it's the thing, isn't it? Because it's like, I mean, it's like, oh, yes, like, um, Orlando Bloom could play me or something ridiculous like that. But he he doesn't, you know. Yes, I, I'm just Google who Jennifer Garner is. Yeah, 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 I can see that. I know who she is. Um, I'll tell you who I would love. If the Holly- Sorry? Circa alias, Jennifer Garner circa alias would be like yes. goal life. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Do you and know he, who, um, do you know, um, Eddie Redmayne? Yes. Again, oh, I, don't, um, I don't think he looks like me, but I, but he's a very good actor. And I think he, I could, feel like I think he, he would be good at playing me. He, he could connect with people in the way that you yes. with people. Like, I think that would be, yeah, you just adore him in everything sort of thing. I really do. I'm really obsessed with him. But that's that's me just being like, I just want him to, so he could come and like do a character study of me. I feel like we can pick people based on the fact that we want them to do character studies. So I'm sticking with Jennifer Garner. Yeah. I th- I, but I think that if I really think about it, I, I think I, I'm going to pick Joe Lysette. I need to like, I'm good. I, you- I can't even spell that. You have to send, send me... I will do. I'll send you his... Um, because Duncan always does impressions of his of his stand-ups. Duncan being um, the like the hair counterpart of, of myself. Um, I work with Duncan a lot of the, of the different pageants. I'm saying this like anyone's not going to know who Duncan is. We can't, we can't get him on because he struggles with the technology. Oh, he's an idiot. <laughs> so Honestly. Really, I bought two microphones so that we could do an in-person one and then lockdown hit and I still haven't, to be honest, I can't... <laughs> proper sound levels with two mics i need to actually you, you'll still struggle to do it even if you're there in person with him it's like just sit still Duncan. <laughs> answer questions don't touch the technology <laughs> i love duncan but I yeah know, i love him too he, he he sort of introduced me i'd heard of joe before but he introduced me to him and when we were at uh the pad- atlantic we stayed uh we stayed with each other the other night because we were really tired and he couldn't bother drop me home blah 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 and um we ended up sitting and watching um, his stand-ups and he is hilarious. He's so funny, but he just, I, I feel like I'd connect with him quite well. And I think he'd, he'd, he'd do a good, he'd do a good, uh, he'd do a good me. Well, I feel like we should watch Post Atlantic next year because I live 40 minutes from the venue. So I feel like you two should be staying at mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because 40 minutes is much better than five hours or however yeah. long it took us last time. Yeah, I will I will drive, you can come and stay here, and we will we will can stay up until the early morning watching comedians. I struggle to find comedians I like. I like really <laughs> clever humour. I don't Who who do you like? Oh I did watch there's a lady on Netflix, um, 
I just saw a small, like a small clip of it, who's, uh, she does a lot of comedy around the fact that she's autistic. Okay. So smart. It's like, yeah. I, I need it to be intelligent. Like I don't, yes. there is some swearing in it, but I don't find a joke funny if the swear word is the punchline. I'm like, yes, I, no, I totally agree with you. It's not, that's not funny. You're just using swear words as funny and that's, they were never funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, yeah, yeah. yeah. I need, I need it's, to it's a real stand-up's a real funny one isn't it because you either some people are really into stand-up I would never sit down to watch it but I tell you who um I uh, oh sugar sorry I've just dropped something um my uh Charlotte Clemmy the photographer that we that we know and love um she's very good friends with uh the this is such a funny connection with the uh wife of Russell Kane uh, who is a, com- a British comedian. He does uh, telly stuff. I've heard uh, of him, at least. Uh, yes, you, you will have probably seen him and, 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 and stuff because he's, he's on everything. And um, through a couple of different shoots and everything, I became quite friendly with, with Lindsay, um, his wife, and ended up putting him into drag, Russell, which was just a really random thing. And I, I had always been like, oh, I've seen him on stuff. Didn't you find him funny? Um, so it's always a bit awkward isn't it when someone's a comedian and you expect to find the funny but did his makeup had a really nice fun time with the whole with the, what we did and they gave us tickets to go and see him as a thank you and so obviously we went and I found him hilarious it was brilliant I really enjoyed it you had a good night no I had a really really good night and I think part because his whole a lot of his uh, set was about Lindsay mm. so I found it much funnier and also because they were sat with us <laughs> Uh, well they were sat like a couple of seats down so like and and he kind of went he really went for it the set was like two and a half hours long um now my boyfriend wasn't as impressed he said to me now my boyfriend is very he's my boyfriend is very similar but different to me and he said to me I think it would be a bit funny if he just stopped running around the stage yeah I get a bit exhausted looking around chasing them around the stage too much like um is it physical yeah, I don't find like. That. Yeah, he he he's very similar to to the kind of the likes of Lee Evans. Yeah, I get tired. Like, and you, but you watch <laughs> Lee Evans. Is, that is the one. He's like dripping with sweat. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is insane. Pam Ayres, who I'd be surprised if you'd heard of. I have heard of, but I don't. But I don't know of. I know the name, but. So I, what was I? I must have been junior school, and I got given a ju- double cassette tape of Pam Ayres, I think by Father Christmas. Um, and I just found it the funniest thing. Like some of hers are, she's like predominantly comedy poetry, but yes. she was like the the stereotypical like mum sort of little frumpy clothes. So she was, she was quite old when I was in junior school and I did get to see her live once uh-huh. um, in Exmouth. Endeavour. So that, that shows you the kind of circuits she was on. Um and I do have a like I think I have a poetry book of hers, but it would be like there would never be a swear word in any of it. It was very like homely comedy, but it'd be like her doing a comedy poem of her trying to get her kids out the door to school in the morning and mm-hmm. things. And it would just be very smart and how she it was funny and in and in rhyming and I just found it very clever. Yes. Um, and, and so nothing was going to ever compare because I was just like, no one's being insulted. It's, yeah. it's not sexist, racist, homophobic. There's no swearing. 
and it's still hilarious. Yeah, I love that. That's the thing where people are like, oh, you can't say anyone these days. You can't, you know, comedy's dead. You can't make it, anyone laugh anymore because you can't say this, you can't say that. Said, well, funnily enough, the majority of the people that I find hilarious don't do anything you know, aren't transphobic, racist, homophobic, don't say anything offensive. And it didn't used to be. It's it's like they're pretending that, that comedy was always like that. And it's like, no, 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 no. Comedy became about that. And now we've realized... Oh, I don't know. It's, I, 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 I sort of, I grew up watching Julian Clary's uh, stand-ups as well. And I think... <laughs> oh, no, see, I, I'm thinking probably, like, before television. Fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. I'm going that far back. Um, if you were to become famous, what would it mostly likely be what would it most likely be for and why? Become famous? What are you talking about? <laughs> More famous than you are. <laughs> um, I would hope that it would be through my work, through my job. Um, I could yeah, I feel like that's a bit of a boring answer. Um, no, it's a passionate answer. You're passionate. Yeah, like I, I, I would hope I that... I don't really think I want to be famous, but... Um, I want to be infamous. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> No, but that's the thing that scares me is is it, it's people having to deal with people you know and they're I don't mind being known by people but then it's having to like Actually, like be on everyone having an opinion about you I, I think I would struggle with that um but um when I when I had the the tiny tiny little like experience of, of tv at the beginning of of the year I really enjoyed it and I and you know when things like that happen, you know, and your head goes away with you, and think you're thinking, oh, you know, well, maybe I can be a TV presenter, and blah blah blah. And I'd never thought I would ever want anything like that, but I actually really enjoy it. And um, I, th- I like I I would like that. That would be cool. Mm. I'd, I'd like to do a bit more TV presenting. Um, if you became a celebrity, you'd get to do Dancing on Ice. That is always uh, no. I but yes, but uh, honestly. Strictly Jessica, or... I'm I'm terrified of ice skating. So non ice skating. No, I would do, I would do uh, strictly, but um, I, I no 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 dancing on ice. Thank you. I can't even watch it. It makes me anxious that they're going to break their face or something. I would be out pretty quickly because yeah, I have the fear factor with skating, but I would still love to do that. I'd love. To do they, can you can you take the penguins? <laughs> you know when you go ice skating and you get that's penguins that you can push around. For. Sorry. That's what your partner's for. You have a dance partner and they're your penguins. Yes, but they're, the dance partner is spinning around your head. <laughs> oh yeah, I suppose no, you, thank you have to lift. No, I'd have to be the lady. We'll swap. I'll do the gen, you do the lady. In, in all reality, if anyone's going to lift either of us over the head, it would be you lifting me up over your head. I've got a... So my bench press, my my PB bench press is sixty one kg. PB kg what? PB personal best. Okay, thank and you. And kg kilograms. Yes, I know. I knew. That. I got that one. I was just being silly. <laughs> um. So yeah, I can. I did try and so when you sort of mucking around on the beach. An ex partner, he tried bench pressing me, and I tried bench pressing him, but he was very muscly so he was very dense he was pretty heavy um but he had he didn't do any balance work so he couldn't stay straight and solid Mm -hmm. like as the whole body whereas I'd done a lot more balance and core work so I feel like I was a much physically easier thing to lift so I don't think it was a fair competition (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't. Maybe Duncan's a bit shorter than you. Maybe I'll be able to lift Dunk, bench press Duncan. Oh, I think anyone will be able to touch Duncan. Duncan's like a twig. I have to, we'll have to try that. Yes. Oh, please. That would be hilarious. I can just imagine him shrieking. <laughs> would be hilarious. Um, which one of your personality traits do you find the most annoying or frustrating? Um, like on other people or for myself? Yourself. Like, I, I don't want to say... I guess I didn't want to word this one. Which one of your personality traits would you like to change? Because even oh, I'm- I see, but it's but it's that. Um, because when I was thinking about this question, I it's not only really a personality trait, but I I notice it whenever I'm watching back videos of myself, like the small little things that I did. <laughs> I noticed two things I blink a lot which I've always been very aware of and uh we don't really know if it's 100% this but when I was a child I had extremely dry eyes and it's funny because I wake up most mornings and I can barely open my eyes so I think and like my eyes don't bother me but I think they're extra dry so I'm constantly blinking and when I watch back videos of myself I'm like stop blinking (laughs) and when I see other people blinking loads I think there's that subconscious thing that annoys me about myself doing it so it frustrates me Uh, and the other thing that I do and I don't know if you've ever noticed this when I've been doing your makeup or if you'll probably spot it now but again I noticed this because I was watching back a video of myself I do this thing with my lips where I like I I, (laughs) like push them in and out and it's hilarious. And, and I don't know why no one has ever said this. The first person they mentioned to me was, it was Mia Wallace. Uh, Mia Wallace, Mia Lewis. Mia Wallace. Mia Wallace is from um, Pulp Fiction, wasn't it? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so deep breathing. Yeah. Um, was the, so the lip thing. But uh, I think the thing that really, really annoys me is I have a bit of a habit of interrupting people when they're speaking. Um, and I'm, I'm aware of it and I try as hard as I can not to. Um, but it's so hard. It's so, I, I do that. <laughs> yes, do yes that. you do. I you just, just did. <laughs> yeah, I just get so excited about what they're saying. And when you agree with them, you, you want to affirm that you agree with them. Of course, I, I appreciate that totally. And and obviously I, I agree with you, I, but I think it's, you know, people always have like a bit of a complex about certain things for a reason. And mine is hundred percent because my dad does it. And um, mm-hmm. whenever it's my dad doing it, it's usually through an argument, he'll, he'll interrupt people. And, but it's, it's, but honestly, it's to the point where you'll like, we're all very aware of it in my family. So when we're having an argument or a discussion with my dad, he starts interrupting us, we'll just keep talking. So you'll be like both of you will be talking at the same time, and because we're all so stubborn, we'll just keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> and so because I think because of that, I'm really aware of it, mm. and it really that that frustrates me. Oh yeah, no, I do that. I don't, and I beat myself up for it mm. afterwards. But to be fair, it doesn't really really annoy me and other people as much because I, I think because I know that I do it, I appreciate why people do it. Mm. But it annoys me in my dad, because he's a dick. And um, it annoys me in myself. Mm. Well, I've never noticed you do that. But I feel like we we have quite good, like, like tennis conversations, like, Mm -hmm. with the ball. Yes, because when you're with someone who who also does it, (laughs) it's not a problem. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. But if it's but but like some people will bounce off each other and you can just go blah 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 and then they'll go through conversations and that's fine. But there are some people and I I, I notice it especially with clients and uh, with some of my clients that I have to sort of who I I, I always think that a part, really important part of my job is being able to match people's um, energies. Because if I go into a room and I'm working with a client and they are, have quite a low energy, I can't come in and go blah, 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 in their face. Yeah. I have to sort of bring myself down to their level. And then, and then I try and lift it up. But um, I, you always kind of want to be on the same level as someone with their energy. And, um, and so I think I notice it in myself when I, I'm, if I'm in a really you know, bubbly mood and I go in and I want to try and talk a million miles an hour with someone and they're not, and I'm interrupting them. So I have to calm it down. I think that's when I notice it more so, and that's when I and I get I'm like, oh, stop doing that. <laughs> oh, bless you. What cosmetic product could you not live without? Ooh. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know. Um, oh, is it a really lame answer to say mascara? Mas- either either mascara or translucent powder, because um, I mean, if I didn't, if I. I need all of my makeup. <laughs> you know, I need I need all of it. Um, but I think that the one, the one thing that can make someone uh, who is female presenting look infinitely better is mascara. Mm. It's incredible how much of a difference it makes. And and talking of things frustrating people, it really frustrates me when people talk about mascara. <laughs> I miss my lashes. Have you, do you not have your lashes on? No, I haven't had Oh my God. Now. I wouldn't recognise you. No, I'm like, although um, I bought, when my lash lady stopped being able to do it, she was doing these little parcels to buy of lashes and lash serum. And I was just like, well, I don't really need it, but I wanted to support her. We were just going into lockdown and she just lost all her like business. Yeah. Um, so I bought a set. I still haven't used the lashes. I'll bring them up next time. And if you want to use them when you do, because I won't have them done for when we're um, shooting in September. Because mm-hmm. um, I've, I've booked in with, uh, for a Clemmy Glam. glam. Ooh, what day are you in? Uh, 20th of September. So oh it'll be after this comes out. I don't... <laughs> don't actually need any pictures i just really wanted to come and see you guys oh well that's that's all we that's all that matters now i can claim it's like a work trip <laughs> yeah i've got yeah i've booked hotel uh but uh, an airbnb like self-contained airbnb with cooking equipment the night before um and if the weather's nice clemmy and i are going to do a makeup free sunset shoot oh lovely really um, nice it'll probably be better in september as well because it won't be quite as late Mm, we want well i wanted to do one makeup free photo yeah that doesn't really that's a really good one though it doesn't fit with the timings of the day and i was like oh what do i do at the end and take all my makeup off and then i'm like oh or do i get there early and try and do it like try to book the first slot but um so it was like no let's let's hope the weather's nice the night before yeah and and we're gonna yeah hopefully have a catch up but i feel like i feel like september will be a good time as well because the sunset won't be 10 o'clock you know what my my sister is very close to giving birth there is a point to this story <laughs> there is a reason I'm telling you this and um I am obviously we sort of it's been like oh do I when can I go down and see her you know blah, 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 because of lockdown and um I she's giving she's due on the 30th so I'll probably go down the first week of August um but we were umming and ahhing about whether or not I should go down and do some pregnancy pictures of her because I do dabble with photography mm-hmm. And obviously, completely ripping off Charlotte's 
<laughs> sunset shoots. But we looked at it and it was like 10 o'clock, like the sunset. And I was like, this is just like, you know, my sister's in bed by like half past eight once she's put, the, once they've put their, um, their sun down. So. Really? Yes. Now, yeah, the sun, there's, a lot, there's buildings right where you'd get a good sunset near my house. So it's sort of disappeared. We do often well, get nice skies. Well, it's, they, they live in Brighton, so. Well, they're further down than me. They, yeah, and they have, they're right on the beach. So um, now oh. one of their fr- their friends who's a photographer did actually do some pictures of her and they, they were lovely. They weren't quite sunset, but um, still. but they're still they're gorgeous, and it was nice because they did them earlier as well. Cooper was able um, I was able to get in some of the pictures too, and they they lovely. Just like I wanted to do them. <laughs> I do love my bump pictures. Um, I just felt like a fat whale at the time, but looking <laughs> nice to have. I miss my bumps sometimes. I used to chat to, and well now I can chat to Felicity because she can. Yes, and, and and she'll answer you back. <laughs> Much better than talking to a bump. Um. <laughs> If you you can only listen to uh, listen to music from one artist or band for the rest of your life, who is it? I really struggle with this because I have such an eclectic taste in music, and I if I put on like playlist of favorite songs, every single song is completely different. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to run the risk of getting myself into a perpetual state of, of insanity because um, by choosing who I've been listening to a lot recently, and I'm obsessed with Julie London. Um, and I've always, well, not always, obviously, but I've loved Julie London for a very, very long time. And I just find her music so relaxing uh, and so beautiful. And I don't think I'd ever get tired of listening to her voice. Yeah. So, and also, have you ever, uh, do, do you know who Julie London is? No, but I'm like writing it down so I can get So <laughs> she's the absolute spitting image of Laura White. And again, <laughs> okay. Do you no, know Laura White? Same. I feel like I should know Laura White. So Laura, well, Laura White is, uh, is the mum of Erin White. Um, and again, I think we're actually. Do you know what? Erin, I, I know Erin. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, all these names. I've forgotten the name of the artist you said. Uh, Julie London. Julie London, right? Yeah. I was about to put right uh, Julie Andrews down, and I was they're, like, oh, they're the absolute spitting image of each other, and I just think it's crazy. And every time she pops up, I'm like, oh, Laura. <laughs> she did cry me a river. You did cry me river, yes. Huh. Um, and I, I always feel like a lot of artists that sing that kind of like have that jazzy kind of voice, a lot of them have all covered the same songs. So if you go to like, you know, uh, Julie London's greatest hits, they're all, you know, similar songs, but cry me river, I think is, is just. You look so good styled like her. I, I, it's funny, I was thinking that this morning. <laughs> like. I literally, I, obviously, because I was listening to her this morning, so I always put her on whenever I'm getting up. There's like one the that's popped up that I really like. I feel like she could play part of you in a movie. Oh, there you go. Yeah. She'd like. Yeah. Should I sit in Julie London? <laughs> oh, same like same initials. I'm presuming if she's like, the pictures look quite old. That she's quite old and probably not with us anymore. Yes, I don't. I don't think she is alive actually. Um, have to like get her out of the grave to act in the movie, which might be a bit inappropriate. Yeah, she died in 2000. She was born in 26, oh, apparently. So we, still recently, though. But we, well, I suppose I feel like 2000 is recent, but it wasn't. It was 20 years ago, wasn't it? Show my age. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> 20 years ago. Show my age. Um, what reality TV series, past or present, would you like to go on? 
Uh, okay, so I, is this a reality series or not? I don't know, but I've been watching Catfish a lot recently. <laughs> I'd say that was kind of a reality TV. And I am obsessed with it. It is so good. And Do you want to be a catfish or I, I, I don't know. I just want to be on it. <laughs> I just really like it. Um, it's funny, I was actually catfished quite badly when I was younger. Now I was I was quite a mischievous teenager, and I won't go into the into too much of the details, but let's just say I was catfished when I was about 15. Um by someone who was a lot older than me. Um which I uh I found out. Um, but which I think sort of piqued my interest in the program, but it's just so good. But it on like if there was an actual reality series that I could go on and actually like and it be an actual physical thing that I probably would be able to do. Um, have you watched Nailed It on Netflix? A little bit of it. Oh, I'm again I'm obsessed. Um I I'm Nicole Byer, who's the, the host of it, I just think is hilarious. Um I'm I'm really, really obsessed with her and I it's just it's just so stupid, and I'm really bad at baking, so I'd love to go on it. Yeah. And, and I always say, if ever they did a UK version, <laughs> hands down, I'm going. I, I'm I'm applying. Oh, see, I would love to do that. My one's Gladiator, but it's not on. Ooh. Anymore. Yeah. I'd love to do the Ninja. It was like because there's Ninja Warrior or something now. Yeah. I did know someone that did that, and I part of me would love to train to do that. Whereas Gladiator, I feel like I'm not far off being able to do a lot of the stuff from the mm. original Gladiator. Um, so I'm like, oh, I do want to start doing my obstacle based things, but but you can you can go to like there's like parks and stuff that does there there is there's one in Manchester. I I, I feel like it's called it's called the Ninja Run or something like that. Mm. And um, my friends and I were looking at going and doing it, but I don't know why, I don't know why we didn't end up doing it. And it's like an all like a inflatable course, and it's. It's like a full... i tell you what we did do. <gasps> we did the crystal maze. Oh, see, that looks fun because that's like physical and smarts. It was. The, and it's like, it's just like the show. Like, you because you, you go in and you have... I don't know if they still do it now. They must do. But you have like a, a quiz master who takes you through and runs you through the whole place. And like everyone goes into the different things. It is, it's like you're on the show. It's so much fun. I'm sure the team uh, that's done it Part of me wants to say Natalie Pav. I feel like she that, that would make sense, yeah, because obviously she's in Manchester. Yeah, I feel like she's done it fairly recently, but I might be guessing complete wrong queen, but I'm sure <laughs> that a, a, a queen or high-profile contestant that did it yeah. the last six months. That was, hands down, the most fun experience I've ever had in my entire life. It was amazing. Have you ever and done uh, Secret Cinema? Sorry? Secret Cinema? No, I've not heard of it either. Oh, it's incredible. So we I took Harry for his birthday and it's they do different films um in different locations each year, but they, his birthday, 40th birthday year, uh, 30th, 30th birthday year <laughs> um, last year. Um they were doing the James Bond one and he is James Bond obsessed. I've bought him lots of James Bond themed presents before. So we stayed in the James Bond Hotel in London. Proper James Bond martinis and we dressed up and we had this swanky car pick us up from the house and take us there. So so, so what happened what is it? So you get like for the J it, it varies depending yeah. on the movie because it fits with the movie. And um we got given secret identities and you had a oh. colour you either had to you had to wear somehow. So for him it could be his bow tie, but for me I I my colour, I did my whole evening gown in my colour because it was royal blue and I love that colour anyway. And um, 
So we properly, he was tuxedoed and dressed up and you have to dress up. And then when you get there, you get a different mission based on your color. And then you go into the building and it's all in character. It's full actors. I mean, this thing is like a massive, massive place. And you go and like act out part of the story. Oh, that's really fun. So it's like, we found, we were both different colours. So we found this other couple that both had the same colours and I went off with the other guy and he went off with the other girl to try and solve their missions. And like, their person was dead when they found them and we ended up chasing ours. Like, people were shooting at ours. We had to chase them through the building. And Oh, that sounds like so much fun. There's bars everywhere and you don't know who is and who isn't an actor. And sometimes the bartenders know, like, secret bits of the information. And it basically, you all end up in this one room and this, like, person fell from the ceiling and it was casino royale it's like fell from the ceiling onto the table and this fire all shot up in the air (gasps) and then these big curtains open behind us and it was all the seats for the cinema and then you sit down and watch the whole movie oh amazing like actors running across the stage for bits of it when when there was an explosion on the screen there was actual fire shooting up from the floor so you could feel heat um and it's oh it's just incredible Mm. i just I think it depends on the film. Like some people have been like other films, like they've done Dirty Dancing. Um, they did um, oh, Strange Creatures or something that was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done, they, 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 they obviously have to be very careful with which ones they pick to yeah. make sure that it works. But I just, it played into the James Bond theme. Ooh, fun. Um, and it's, yeah, it, it was absolutely incredible. Um, but it did. I, I felt like a secret agent spy. Um, and of course, I wore massive heels, which is really inappropriate. when you're like running up and down stairs, chasing after fake gunmen <laughs> in a ball gown. But never mind. We, we've so digressed. Um, which imaginary fantasy or myth- <laughs> mythical place would you like to visit? This is really nerdy. <laughs> Like because there's uh, like a series of, of uh, c- computer games that I'm, I'm very much into. Um, and they're, it's set in a, that they're called, for, it's called Fallout. And it's set in a parallel universe that kind of like diverged off ours in the, the 1950s. Basically, the, 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 the concept is that they never, they didn't ever create the, um, like the, what is it, the transistor? Like basically they didn't ever make technology that was really small, so they didn't have microchips or anything like that. And their their version of the parallel uni- of, our, of their universe was all based around nuclear power. Mm. And which led to their demise because in 2077, there's a big war where basically everyone bombs each other and then all the games are set like after that. Um, I'm just sorry, apologies for the sound effects. I'm just adjusting myself. Um, but they are they sort of go from like when you're actually playing the games it's very much this like post-apocalyptic everything's dead everything's bombed out you have to go and do all these missions and everything but the the world before that is like just my idea of heaven it's all like it's like 1950s americana really camp but futuristic Mm. and it's also it's all very like space themed like they have, but then all the cars look like very 1950s and the outfits are all very 1950s, but futuristic. And it is so cool. I like, I, but I think it's cool because I'm a massive nerd. Um, but it's... Oh, I like the sound of that. Like, 
It's Gatsby. Great Gatsby's 1950s. No, no, that's wrong. More like 20s, 30s. Yeah, no, that's completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, <laughs> but yeah. I didn't do history at school. Fine. Um, so yeah, if I could sort of visit any like fantasy, I mean, like the the politics were corrupt. Every like it was hor- It probably would have been a horrible world to live in. Interestingly, I'm like now then. <laughs> sorry, yeah, pretty much, but without all the the nuclear power, and it's. Oh, it's just, it's fab. I love that. And, um, they're, they're making, Amazon are doing a, a series. They've just announced recently. And uh, did you watch Westworld? First season, and then, I can't remember what's that Sky, isn't it? Sky Sky. Yes. So it yeah. was It was one of one of the things. I think it was Sky. Um, uh, it's, well, it's the, pe- the people who have made Westworld are going to be making this, this Fallout series which means it's going to be good so I'm very excited because the storyline and like the whole the history and the lore of everything that that went on is actually like the political side of everything that is very very well thought out and is fascinating um you can tell I'm very into this no I like the sound of that I think I think we probably watch that uh what's your most fraught journey to a pageant most fraught journey you've ever had I, love oh, I don't I don't know. You never had a fraught journey. No. <laughs> no breakdowns. That's always nice. Well no well no, because I presume that, that that question is more sort of tailored towards someone who is Oh well actually, do you know what? Um I was gonna think I don't have an answer to this, but I do, because when I first got into the pageant industry, like I sort of fell into it. Very much so. Kicking and screaming. Um, well, 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 um, and I used to feel a, a lot of anxiety about going, not because of the people or any of that sort of thing, but uh, I can't even begin to explain it. I just, because it was such a, for me, working at a pageant and doing makeup at a pageant, it's a really long day. And especially Galaxy, Galaxy used to be four days back to back in the UK finals. And I'm doing, I would roughly do about 16 faces, probably in those days. Back back when we used to do f- uh, four days, I'd probably do about 16, not 16 people, but 16 faces uh, for four days. That's a lot. Mm. The first year I did it, I, had, I didn't know what to expect. So after that, so I, I, I had a great time. I really enjoyed it, but I, um, we always sort of laugh and talk about that first year as being the year that everybody was ill. Everyone came around and was like really sick. And it was, I don't know if it was that we all had a bug, but, or whatever, but. Yes, probably. Yeah. yeah. I met, well, lots of people were ill at 2016. So I feel like that was the. Um, I think 2015 was my first year. So that would be like my first year going. So 2016 would be that one. Yeah. Um, but it just sort of, but basically I had a lot of anxiety, so I can't pinpoint specific days or, or, or journeys to pageants, but I, I used to feel a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress about actually going, but I'm, I'm totally over that now and I, I love it and I get so excited for it. What skill would you most like to have? I would love to be able to speak more languages. Oh. Uh, I can... I could understand French quite well. I can speak a little bit of French and I did German and it's to the same level, but my French is much better. And um, having that kind of like tiny little 
snippet in my head is kind of frustrating because it's like, oh, I sort of understand, but don't really. And uh, I just love languages. I'm fascinated by languages, and I'd love to be able to speak uh, languages properly. Like my uh, my my dad um, who lives in Luxembourg. And um, if Charlotte and Duncan are listening to this, they'll laugh at that because they laugh at how I say Luxembourg. <laughs> um, my, my, my dad lives in Luxembourg and his, uh, he, he's obviously quite good at languages. And like my dad's ex-wife, um, not my mum, but the other ex-wife, um, she spoke seven different languages perfectly fluently. And I've sort of spent a lot of time around people that can speak lots of different languages. Um, and I've, I've always found it frustrating that I can't. I'm, I ba- I barely manage English. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah, me too. My headmaster at my secondary school, his little girl, she was like four or five, and she could speak like four different languages. And I was like, amazing. I've got no hope. We were actually when we have a nanny two mornings a week for Felicity, and I did have on my wish list that she spoke either French or, or Spanish. But our, the nanny we've got is so amazing that I'll forgive her for only speaking English <laughs> um, because yeah, she's so good in so many other ways. Um. But I was like, yeah, I'm like, Harry and I both struggle with languages. There's, he's never let me forget this. We went to, our first holiday together, we went to Marbella. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> they free pour the drinks. There's no measuring. It was just free pour. Um, and we weren't doing like the nights out. We were out of season and, and we just sat in the bar playing cards. And so I'd had a whole day of th- these free pour drinks. And that's what I'm blaming it on. But this song came on and we'd been joking about how uh, both our extensive Spanish was just putting an accent on. Um, and I was like, wow, they have this song in Spanish as well. And Harry just looked at me and we'd only been dating a few months at this point. He's like, looked at me and he's like, what? And I was like, this song, this, this is an English song normally, but they're doing it. They've got a Spanish version. And he's like, no, they're singing English. <laughs> it was like Backstreet Boys. It wasn't like a weird. <laughs> that is funny. Oh, I could have sworn they were speaking Spanish, but <laughs> it was a, it was a really good start to um, our relationship. Clearly, <laughs> we're going strong. And um, true or false? Is it better to have lived? Hello, I said that wrong. Is it better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all? I definitely loved and lost. Definitely, I've I've loved. So, I'm only 28 years old, and I've loved so many people in my life, and I've lost so many people. Um, and uh, I don't regret any of those relationships at all. Mm. And uh, I loved all of those people that I've been with very, very dearly. It's a shame that they all sort of screwed me over in one way or another. Um, but... What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Exactly. And, um, and I, you know, I, I, I loved loving them. Mm-hmm. I really did. And I love loving my boyfriend uh, now. Um, and I will probably love other people in my life. I, I don't think, like, I'm so over this idea that, oh, you fall in love with one person and you're with them for the rest of your life. That isn't realistic. It doesn't happen, people. Like, that's just this fantasy, what like, Disney reality that people like to live in. And I just think it's rubbish. I would happily, I mean, I'm not totally down for marriage personally because again I, d- I don't really believe in marriage but I would get married and happily divorce someone and get married again I said when I got divorced I was like that's it I'm not gonna get married again like I want to be with someone but I'm kind of over the marriage bit mm. um but then I came back to my faith and now I'm yeah. like oh I really want to stand up in front of God and and proclaim my love as well so yeah. I 
I've like circled back and come back. Yeah, to- I, like I totally understand yeah. that. You know, I that's I think because I'm you know quite different to you in in that sense. So that's why I've never and my my family kind of we we didn't really ever go to church or anything when I was growing up and my family aren't religious so I've never had that side of things and my and also my my parents are divorced so I don't have the best idea of marriage but um I just like to have a party basically with a center of attention I just want the ceremony and I don't really care <laughs> yes good makeup good photos good hair and a ceremony yeah of course <laughs> you can tell who my three bridesmaids are going to be <laughs> Um, what's your favorite movie uh okay my favorite movie i have so many favorite movies but um <laughs> you'll laugh at this um if i had to actually put like a film on and it just sort of and watch it again and again and again it would be cloudy with the chance of meatballs too. Two. Two. <laughs> two. i love it when people say two i love that <laughs> film so much it's such a lovely film i don't know I've seen two. I've seen one a couple of times. I'm I'm not fussed by one. It's 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 a good film, but I just not. It's because in the second one, like all the all the food becomes like animals, and it's adorable. Like they're so cute, and um and I just it, like the story is just so much better. It's it's very rare. I think the sequel comes out and it's actually better than the first one. And I and I wasn't ever just sort of saw the first one. I thought, yeah, okay, whatever. And then the second one came. I was like, this is the best one I've ever seen in my entire life. I will have to. I'm hoping that's on Disney Plus. I'm gonna have to. Is it? Oh, uh, I don't think it is, uh, but it is on. It is on something. I I think it was on Netflix at one point. I don't know if it still is. Uh, I'm sure Felicity would love it though. It's very good. Oh yeah, we will. Have I was absolutely fuming that my uh, that my nephew wasn't. We put it on. I was like, we're going to put Cloudy the Chance of Meatballs on, and he just walked out the room. <laughs> Charming. Toddled out of the room, wasn't interested. All right. Okay. Oh, well, Felicity loves Lost at the moment. Uh, Lost and Glee and Gilmore Girls. Wait, Lost as in, like, the thing about when they fall out of the sky in the airplane and land on the island? Yeah, she likes Lost. Wow, okay. Fair enough. Three-year-old taste. What's the worst thing you've forgotten to take to a pageant? Um, I was really, really, really trying to think about this earlier. I have never forgotten anything. Don't jinx it. Which is really funny because, like, I am the most forgetful person. I have a terrible memory. I forget to bring things all the time. Um, Not at a pageant. Well, this is really this is where I become a little bit selfish. But it's I I don't forget anything that's important to me. (laughs) And uh, it's always like my boyfriend would scoff and laugh if he heard me say, "Oh, I've never forgotten anything." Because he will always say to me, "Can you bring this? Can you bring that?" And I always forget. Always. He has sent me home before. He's been like, you have to go back to your house and go and pick that up. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter but, to me. Sorry? It doesn't matter to me. Why should I remember it? No, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's really, really, really bad. But when it comes to my job, um, I mean, there's countless times I've forgotten. I, I went to a makeup demo at a college once and I forgot my brushes. And uh, that was mortifying. I was like, yeah, this is how you be a makeup artist. Forget your brushes. Um, so I've done stuff like that with my career quite a few times. Um, I travelled to, I've only, I forgot my brushes twice. Where was I going? I think it was Cardiff. Cardiff, I think I went to to go and do someone's makeup and I forgot my brushes then. Thankfully, they had their own. So I used theirs. Uh, and the same at the makeup school as well. Um, otherwise, I would, been, <laughs> I would have been absolutely royally screwed. Well, I always say with a pageant, you, you should never rely on anyone to bring anything you need. So even yes. if sharing a room with and, someone, and, and if, if, bring if, the headphone, I'll bring the straighteners. No, you always take everything you need. Don't. And if in doubt, Jessica will have it. Yeah. 
don't don't and like I mean my all of my makeup fits into a very small bag so I can take all of my makeup and and not actually take up much space yeah no I'm the same I mean like I go for two days and I take like three suitcases it's ridiculous because you just need to take everything I will love that so the next time I compete though Felicity won't need a travel cot or anything we can just put her in a bed we had our first trip away Ooh, wonderful in an actual bed and I was like I feel like I'm not packing half the stuff it's like no bedding um no monitor no cot no pie share it's brilliant it's like magical uh which Disney character are you most like uh okay again this is another one I thought about because I don't think I can pinpoint any one person but I was thinking about it and I feel like the, I, I'm going to say the cast of Winnie the Pooh. The whole cast? Yeah, because at first I thought, oh, well, it depends on what mood I'm in. And then when I, I was obsessed with Winnie the Pooh when I was younger, and more so, mainly Tigger. I loved Tigger. Oh, Tigger was my favourite too. Oh, did you have, like, lots of Tigger toys? Uh, no, I dressed up as Tigger. Oh, amazing. I, I, I'm very jealous. I made my mum hire it for me for brownie camp, and I wore it Aww. the whole, and we did a Tigger, we did a Winnie the Pooh play just so I had a reason to have this ticket costume, like a full-on furry head and everything. Out wow. There. But do you know what? In the me in my research I was doing for this podcast, uh, I Googled all the different characters in Winnie the Pooh, and there is a theory that they're all different, um, uh, different, like, mental health problems. And, like, anxiety is, like, one of them. And depression, obviously, is Eeyore. And ADHD would be Tigger. And I, and I was like, reading them all, I was like, well, yes, that makes sense as to why I am all of them. What's poo? Um, Rabbit's got like, OCD. Yes, and the uh, apparently the owl, owl was the dyslexia, dyslexia and something else. Obviously, Eeyore is uh, depression. Tigger is that. Uh, I can't remember what it said. Let's see. You can look that up later. Sugar addiction, which I totally can relate. Oh, it was eating disorder. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he is. He's an emotional eater. Yeah. Happy, he's sad, whatever. It's an emotional eater. Yeah, so tell me about it. And uh, I just, I, I feel like... Ooh, all... mind blown. Wow, that's really clever. Mm. Oh, I like that theory. I'm totally stealing that. Um, where is the worst smelling place you've ever been? Uh, I went on holiday in Malta and we went and we paid £200 each for a week, including flights. And it was a horrible hotel. And that makes me gag thinking about it. I, the only place that I was, oh God, I can't even tell the story. The only place that I, we could get ho- the Wi-Fi in the hotel was um, in the foyer. And there was, there was a sofa opposite the toilet door. And I'll never forget this moment. A man, while we were sat there, just casually replying to emails, a man walked out of the bathroom. I'm not exaggerating. Covered in poo. <laughs> covered in poo. Diarrhea, like slightly greeny poo. And the smell. <laughs> I can still remember the smell. <laughs> and the best part of it was that he came out and I looked at my friend and we were just like, and he walked out of the hotel, the front door, and just didn't come back. Like, oh, like no one ever saw him again. But then um, someone went into the toilet after this man had left, came out white as a ghost, 
And then 10 minutes later, Cleaner arrives, goes in. He's in there for about three hours and he, we see him coming out later and he looks like he just wanted to jump off a bridge. <laughs> oh, I got a stitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I bet you're happy to leave that hotel. Oh, I'm so happy. So happy. I've never stayed in something so... Uh, the, we had no money. We literally, we went with 100 euros each and... um. I, 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 do you know what? Like, I'm so, I'm so glad to be in a position where I have a little bit more disposable income and I'm a little bit more comfortable these days because when I was younger and I didn't really have any money, um, we did some stupid things. Booking that hotel was these, that, that, sorry, that holiday was the stupidest thing I've ever done. I made so many people angry with that holiday (laughs) for a whole, you know, ream of different reasons. Um, all we ate while we were there was the food in the hotel and it was horrible horrible food um, and then we spent money on like travel around Malta and that was it um, Malta was lovely um, it's not the hotel you were in not the hotel no we would um, we would eat breakfast in the morning and then like make bacon sandwiches uh, and then take them to the beach and then we would eat in the dinner in the, in the evening but it was but do you know what actually it was so funny and like we used to we would sit in the Irish pub in the hotel afterwards and uh like you got to know everybody who was there it was one of those kind of holidays where you made friends with everybody and we made friends with this I'm such going off on such a tangent basically made friends with this crazy woman who told us that she her she lived in the top floor of the hotel and that the whole thing was the penthouse and she was all this she was really rich and then she gave my friend a palm reading it was one of those very strange holidays. So that was the worst smell I ever smelled. Lovely. The, the San Anton Hotel in, in Malta. If it's, st- if it's still there, I will be amazed. Still there, don't go. Um, what's the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week? Uh, I was reading about Nunavut. Do you know what Nunavut is? I feel like I recognise the word. Um, well, I had never heard of it before. It's a territory in Canada, and it's probably one of the biggest like territories in the world. It's uh, two thousand kilometres square, and it has the most. Uh, it has the most. Uh, sorry, two million square kilometres. Wow. Uh, hang on, no. <laughs> it's either two thousand or two million or two hundred thousand. It was two and like lots of zeros. It's huge. Like I. I it's massive, this place. I'm gonna I'm gonna say million because that just sounds more ridiculous. But it has the most like the the northernmost uh, inhabited place in the world, which is called Alert, and it's like a weather station or something. It's basically like practically next to the the um, the Antarctic or the Arctic, the, the one at the top. Um, and it's fascinating. And they um, I don't know if it's still if it still has this, but I watched a documentary about how they're still in. Is it called prohibition? Prohibition, where they can't, you can't buy alcohol. Yeah, but they have this huge problem with alcohol there, and people like buying bottles of like liter bottles of vodka for six hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and and then getting blind drunk and like shooting each other and committing suicide. Like it has one of the highest rates of suicide in the world. It's not the biggest, best advert for prohibition, then. No, no, it's and basically it's like I first I saw about it because I'm just looking at maps as you do. And I was like, oh, this place looks really amazing. It's so, it has like, like the, the people per square area is the lowest in the world. Like it's, it's like the, there's like 
20,000, I'm this is completely picking this number out of, of thin air, but there's like 20,000 people like who live there and it's like, it's huge. So uh, to have all these problems, it's just, it's wild. So that's, that's uh, nice. interesting. I, I can't wait to find out if it's 2 million or 2,000. I'm, I'm going to Google it. <laughs> um, and your last question, uh, what's something that will always be in fashion no matter how much time passes? Uh, yeah, two million kilometers squared. Um, <laughs> um, clean hair. Oh. <laughs> okay. uh, that's one of the many things I love about Duncan, that I can wash my hair before I see him. Like, I don't have to not, yeah. <laughs> not wash it. Clean hair, I love that. Oh. Yeah, I think, I think being clean, because... <laughs> Everything's going to come in that fashion, isn't it? Mm. At some point, and um, you can't you can't say no to a good bar of soap. Nice soap, lovely clean hair. I love like trying different shampoos. Oh, I love it. What you want at the moment? Um. Oh, it's cool. It's something like love, love yourself, love 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 the world. It's a L- like live laugh love. Yeah, it's something like that. <laughs> like vegan, vegan, cruelty free, like nice planet. Uh, one and it just smells really yummy and just makes me happy because it's like eco as well at the same time Mm. (laughs) Um, not a complete eco warrior like I do buy some things that ideally I wouldn't but um I try to make sure the vast majority of my purchases are hashtag care what you consume but um yeah I, I do definitely enjoy a product more when I know it's not um doing the planet a disservice at the same time Mm. definitely brings extra joy good well thank you so much for being the first episode of season four i can't believe we're on season four feels like fairly epic yeah that's cool i mean it's um a few a couple of episodes so when i counted the episodes this would have been episode 99 but then I realised that um, a couple of the things that I'd counted as episodes were more trailers. So I need to decide if I'm counting them in the 99 or not. And I think probably not. So I will do a bonus episode as episode 100 and I'm going to get someone to interview me. But I haven't decided who yet. Ooh. Um, so I think that's... I need to decide exactly what, what what I'm counting as an episode and what I'm not because we've got the the three seasons. We've got mm-hmm. a couple of bo- uh, we've had two mini bonus seasons. Oh, I think just count them. <laughs> well, oh. how many have been? It doesn't matter if it's a trailer or not. It's the trailers. I think I like, and also I'd like to get further into this season before I suddenly do a bonus, like to get one episode in and then have a bonus episode. Mm. So I feel like, I think there's only two trailers that I counted which means it's only like two weeks later. Fair enough. Um, but it's, um, yeah, I feel, I don't feel like I've committed to anything as much. <laughs> so yeah, I feel, feel, yeah. And still get messages of people saying, oh, I've just discovered your podcast and it really helped me think this through or helped me work. Oh, that's lovely. I didn't know this was a thing or I, I didn't even know what pageantry was until I found your podcast. I love when people tell me that. Because um, I'm like, yes, it's a thing and it's awesome. <laughs> Come and enjoy the love. 
Um, so yes, thank you so much for being here. And oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you. I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. A couple of weeks after this comes out, I get to see you. Yay! Always win. We shall see you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.